0: Well, we had local bonds trading much weaker in early trade today with yields on the benchmark R186 rising uh, to 9.18% uh, and that its highest point since mid-December. Bid, as you can see by the finish, at 9.16% from yesterday's 9.06%. While the R207 was bid at 7.8% from 7.74% yesterday. Demand for safe havens seeing yields on the 10-year benchmark. U.S. Treasury dropped to its lowest in more than two weeks while gold prices edged higher as well. We're joined in studio now by Albert Botta from Ashburton Investments for more on what's been playing out in that space. Thanks so much, Albert, for joining us today. So the key question seems to be centred around where the RAND is likely to go from current levels, but where many analysts argue that they still don't see good fundamental justification for the slide that's come through, we've got some asking whether there was justification for the rally to start off with. What's your view on what what the RAD is up to at this stage.
1: Um, you're completely correct. The, um, there's been a significant risk of sentiment globally. Um, it didn't start with South Africa. It started with Brazil, Argentina, some other countries. Then um, South Africa joined in and a weak GDP print uh, of negative 2.2% helped exacerbate that. And we saw uh, some of that emerging market sentiment spreading to South Africa and it's now spread a little bit further across across the globe as well. And there seems to be panic selling going on at the moment. And that's exacerbated by l- l- relatively weak liquidity, especially with some Europeans looking to go towards uh, their summer holidays and taking their risk books to neutral.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've got the RAND now sitting as the worst performing currency amongst its emerging market peers in the second quarter behind the Brazilian real, the Turkish lira, the Argentinian peso as well, where we've had Argentina, Turkey and Indonesia having recently raised interest rates on their and to bolster their currencies against the effect of a strong dollar. Do you see the Saab being forced to go down that route too necessarily?
1: Um, at the moment that doesn't seem likely. The Star- Saab has historically done that at least once. There was a, a, a case a couple of years ago where Turkey raised its rate significantly and the Saab also reacted by raising rates about 50 basis points. Um, at the moment, the fundamentals of Africa won't, don't seem to support it, and they would be reluctant to do so, especially given the relatively weak economic growth locally. Um, it doesn't—it it doesn't seem like it's in the in the works. But what has happened in the last couple of days is with the weakening uh, rand specifically. Uh, We have seen that the fra market is busy pricing an increased likelihood of rates going forward. Mm -hmm. So at the moment, there's about two rate hikes of 25 basis points priced into the next 12 months, but there's no reactionary rate hikes expected in the near term.
0: What does that all spell for the fortunes of the local bond market? Because we've seen uh, South African government bonds hand dollar investors a whopping 13 percent return in the first quarter, come the second quarter. And all of that, plus a little bit more, has been erased.
1: Bonds have been a, a, let's say, mercurial asset class the last couple of years. Um, Our politics have have helped and hindered at times. the first quarter rally was driven almost entirely by South African optimism and and an improvement in um, of the South African local political situation and expectations thereof. This recent sell-off has very little to do with South African fundamentals. Um, there is still a positive GDP print expected for the year. Uh, CPI is expected to print at at 4.6 um, this later this week. Um, so. When you look at the bond market in general, there seems to be significant amounts of value being offered to most investors. You mentioned the Saab uh, just now. They have since 2000 been relatively successful at keeping inflation rates anchored over the long term. Given that we saw some of the long bonds touching close to 10%, you're getting inflation yield returns of inflation plus three to inflation plus four in a relatively conservative asset class. So I think a lot of the local investors haven't spent the last couple of days and weeks buying bonds, Although I think Friday and today and yesterday hurt them a little bit more than they would have liked.
0: Yeah, especially uh, buying, where uh, you know they're seeing foreign investors selling off in a big way, and that despite yields on the benchmark are two oh six or the twenty twenty six securities hovering around nine percent, right?
1: Yes, so the is a ten year bond is sitting at, is a ten year benchmark bond is sitting a little bit above nine point three percent. That uh, generally is a fictional point on the curve halfway between the 26 bond and the and the next bond up the curve. But um, I think there's a lot of investors out there thinking that the fundamentals in SA are strong and that at least in the next couple of months, uh, we'll see if the panic unwinds, hopefully uh, some returns coming from the bond markets again.
0: Let's leave it there. Thanks so much for having joined us in studio this evening. Of course, Albert Boerter is with Ashburton Investments. <music>